Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. It's on, it's on, it's on. Okay. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Podcast that you cannot live with. Listen or die. <laughs> that's that's shout out for you, Caleb. Which, by the way, my son's not feeling too good. He's uh, got the flu and bronchitis. Sounds oh, like gosh. he sounds like death. Um, Sorry to hope you're feeling better soon, boy. Love you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys out there. This uh, the the last podcast is actually going to come out on Christmas Day, which will be interesting. This one's come out a couple days after. That's Christmas. about marriage, so uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Really good. This is the Bible study version of our podcast, um, where we go into the Bible and we uh, ask the Holy Spirit to show us how to connect to Him. He wrote it for relationship, right? Because He. Loves us. And he wants us to have a relationship with him. And we're looking for identity during the Bible. This Bible study that we're doing through the Gospel of Luke is about identity. Our our position is that Jesus is the only person in the history of the world yeah. who knew who, knew who he was, he was yep. and never forgot. Yep. And that everybody else in every story, including ours yes. right now, is trying to figure out who we are and who he is. And that this... The story, the gospel stories especially, are helping us to figure out who Jesus is and who we are. So we're looking for identity messages as we read, okay? So, and and like Nick said last week, if you hear identity messages that we miss, um, we'd love to hear hear from you. Text us, email us, let us know what you're hearing as the Holy Spirit speaks to us while we walk through the text. Okay, so we're in Luke chapter 2, which is really interesting because it's right in the Christmas story at this time of year. And I'm going to pick up in verse 1. What we do is we just read. We, we're not reading a verse at a time. We're just reading yeah, a little bit, right. looking for the Holy Spirit to go, hey, that's about identity. Okay. And then we stop and we talk about it. All okay. Right. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. That's basically what we did, talked about last week. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem to the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Anything in there you want to talk about? It's a side note, really, that, well, maybe it's not, that he was in the line of David. Does that mean that he had like kind of royalty in him or anything like that? Was he a special kind of guy to be in the line of David? Um, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I was uh, yeah, in the line yeah. of Socrates. <laughs> well, <laughs> or Alexander the Great. Or Alexander let's, the let's Great. Go, yeah. Let's go full. Um, yeah, it does. It, it, so it he means, was kind of someone. Or Well, it would be like this. It would be more like this. Do do your Ancestry.com, your 23andMe or right, whatever. Right, right, right. And you find out that you share... You share the blood of you know King George or whatever. Or, or oh, okay, what, okay. It's not know, that big a deal. Well, well I mean... It, it, it's important in the story because because we're told that Jesus is gonna Jesus is gonna be in the the lineage of David. Oh right, gotcha. Which is another interesting part because Mary then would have to be in the line of David, which I'm fairly certain is also spelled out in the genealogies at the beginning of uh, the Gospel of Matthew that you can trace that too, because 
we know that Joseph doesn't really have anything. Yeah, the, other, the other thing was the pledged. I'm not quite sure what that means, I guess. Engaged. Okay. Yeah, engaged. I thought it was interesting that Joseph is so, like, particularly, you know, talked about here. Like, he, he goes up from Nazareth. He is in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem. To the, it's like, okay, here to here to here to here. And they're they're really nailing the author is really nailing down this um, well, you know, this well, part of the story um, because he belonged to the house and line of David. Obviously, the Holy Spirit wants us to know that it's important. I mean, you can say, well, of course, well, is it important to you and me? Uh, well, I don't know. Was it important to Joseph? Mm, I don't know. Was it something he had pride in? But it does show that the Old Testament was correct in the. Uh, prophecy of jesus being in the line of david yeah well that's what i was saying no not really because joseph is his adopted dad joseph doesn't have any blood in this you know it's like it's not his blood um but i think that that's what i was saying earlier and i you know you always do this to me like okay and now i gotta go back and go okay do i know the answer to that i i'm fairly certain that i've heard before and talked to the before that that Mary also is in the line of David, okay. which is the only way that this this actually works, okay. <laughs> because Joseph is a caretaker. Um, he is not right. Jesus's dad. Um, but at the same time, the Holy Spirit goes to great lengths to make sure we know that Joseph isn't. You know, Joseph belonged to the house of David. I don't know what's in there. That's something we that the Holy Spirit would have to explain to me further. All right, keep going. He went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him. That's the whole story that we get in Luke chapter 1. She's, she's pregnant. They're, they're engaged to get married. She's pregnant outside of wedlock because they're not married. They haven't been having sex. <clears throat> this is the spirit in her. Is The baby in her is born of the Holy Spirit. She's impregnated. Um, by the Holy Spirit, um, which is an, another weird thing to say out loud, but that's what happened. The Spirit of the Most High was, you know, was over her, and she's expecting a child. So this is kind of an awkward moment. You know, there you are with your pregnant fiance that you know that's not your baby because Joseph has been also told in a dream to take her as his wife. Still not married though. Oh, and yeah. Which I never thought about this before. So he goes; he's the one that's from Bethlehem, and he takes the woman who's not even his wife, and the child that's not his child, to register in the city of David. Maybe that's where the story connects back to Jesus will be in the line of David because by marriage, in, in retrospect. His his dad and mom are going to be registered and assign you know and identify themselves with the city of David, which is Bethlehem. Mm. I got to think about that. So, what do you think these people are thinking about this story? I, I always think uh, you you're really good at this. You project yourself back into into the story and go, okay. Well, I know. Have you be- been on a Have you been on a road trip with Was, a with a nine month pregnant woman? Well, I, I think about more, even more than that. That back in those days, uh, could you imagine the ostracization? What's the word? There would be ostracized. Yeah, yeah, yeah because of uh, man 
getting this pregnant woman not married. I mean, that was a big deal back then. It was a much bigger social faux pas yeah. than it is today. It's obviously awkward, as, I, as I'm saying. Um, Listen, I, that's I, tough for him. <laughs> that was tough for Mary. It's tough for anybody. Okay, so... I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, you know the what's going on, but still. I don't know. This, this, that's an interesting thing. Like, How hard is it to hold on to the things that God... Oh, my gosh. ...has told you? I think for Mary, Mary who absolutely knows. She's the only right. one in the story who absolutely knows. Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, she's the only one who knows. Like, you, you and me, right. right here today, right now, in this minute, don't know that Mary was a virgin. Right. We don't know. Yeah. We take it on faith. We believe Amen. that yes. the Bible says it's true. There was one there human was being one... <laughs> who absolutely that's, that's knew truth. that she had never been with a man and could not possibly be pregnant. What a trip that must be. Like It doesn't matter what anybody else says to her. She knows the truth about the baby that she's carrying, which has to be pretty... I don't know. On the one hand, pretty cool. On the other hand, ah, people are pretty stinking mean, and uh, and don't. And this is not a disservice to uh, um, to Mary. To, to no. To, oh my gosh, to Joseph. Okay, I don't want to make Joseph feel be the bad guy here. They would be with anybody. I mean, people's faith has always been challenged in in the Bible despite seeing the miracles of, of Jesus and all that, walking on water, all the healings, and yet uh, uh, he dies on a cross and they, you know, they're disillusioned. So I'm not going to, this is not being too critical with Joseph. I can understand him having thoughts of maybe this is not true. I'm not saying it's like that, but I could see it very easily. Because what you just said, Mary is the only one yeah. <laughs> that knows. That knows that she knows. I mean, Joseph, you oh, could say, well, sure. jo- Joseph gets a dream. That, that's in another gospel. Right, we, he, right. he gets a dream and yeah. don't be afraid yeah. and take her to yourself. Right. And he does it. And here's the evidence that he does right. because he's taken her to his hometown. Yeah. Even though she's not married to him yet, it's his pledge wife. He's faith for sure. I, I got to wonder about that. That's, that's probably... That, that's not like okay. If the census comes to your house and knocks on your door and says, "Hey, we're here to take a census," you know who who lives in this house? Project yourself back into the '60s, you know, and go, "Okay, hey, yeah, this is this is my old lady. She's pregnant." No, it would be much more like that. It's being like in the maybe in the '50s. Let's go yeah. back to the '50s. Yeah. Hey, you knock on the door. Hey, yeah, this is my old lady. Uh, yeah, we're 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 gonna get married. And the census taker looks at her and goes, "Okay." Uh, so how how do you count that? How 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 do you count that in the census? Like this isn't a married couple, uh, it, not officially, and yet he's going to take her and officially you know respond to Rome's you know call to yeah. to register, and he takes her with him, which says to me that he has accepted that this he's in this story. Yeah. She is going to be his wife. Yeah. This baby is going to be born, yeah. uh, and. Um, that that's that, that's him in the story. Wonder what he thinks about himself, and what what he's going to be, what he was going to be, what he is now. Like that's the identity thing. What you got to get that from the Holy Spirit. 
You, I say this, like, I don't care. Don't, don't care if it's Joseph. Don't care if it's Mary. And, boy, people get mad about that. I don't care that Mary is, is the only one who knows and is carrying the Son of God inside her. Like, that is still not an identity. Mary, Mary is like, Mary is somebody even more than that. Like, that's the whole point of why Jesus is coming. Joseph isn't just the caretaker that gets Mary to the place where the prophecy is going to be filled. And Mary isn't just the woman who's going to give birth to Jesus. Like, the whole point of Jesus coming into the story is so that everybody oh, in the good. story has an identity that's not just useful, but it's beautiful. It's not just like Mary wasn't just the depository for this Holy Spirit miracle. Then he's born, and now you forever are the Virgin Mary. So you can understand how difficult it is to be in the pinnacle of whatever the pinnacle may be, okay? Whatever it may be. For, for Mary, it was being the mother of God. <clears throat> Pretty big pinnacle there. Uh, could be the president of the United States. Could be the richest man in the world. Could be the most famous singer in it's very easy to to believe even you don't even if you're not in the pinnacle to believe that's who you are it's an easy way to think so i say that because of what you said oh people get mad when i when, when you say this but yeah well, of course well people get really mad about it. when you start poking on mary man you you make a lot of people mad um even to say, hey, do you guys realize that mary had an identity that was bigger than the virgin mary and that the whole point of her, like, also this, that oh, wow. the, the son that she bore, if she didn't respond to him in faith, that she, that she could spend eternity in hell. Like, like people get really mad about that. Um, but you go, no, she, she was just like you and me. It does, it, just because you're part of the God story in, in this moment, and you go back through the, oh, I, I got plenty of evidence of that. Go back through the Old Testament. There's plenty of people God invites into the story, like King Saul. He turns out to be a big idiot, okay? But he is, at the, at the introduction of the story, when God invites him into the thing and says, okay, you're going to be king, he's like, ah, I don't want to be king. He's kind of like Mary, like, ah, I'm going to be the what? I'm going to be the one who carries the, carries the son of God and brings the, the new kingdom and the new new line and and in the line of David but 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 brand new and Saul you know he at some point is like yeah you're going to establish the kingdom you're going to be the guy who becomes well he turns out to be an idiot hmm. uh, who who doesn't really serve God okay you you have to know who you are relative to who God is throughout your entire story there's no there's wow. no stopping and going oh now I'm the king. Oh, now I'm the Virgin Mary. I, look, there's no evidence that Mary became that person. Um, Let me. Ask, are you are you saying that uh, are you saying that once you figure out who you are, what's your identity with God? Okay, that it doesn't change. Could your identity change as life goes on? I mean, you're a disruptive teacher. Mm -hmm. Could that possibly change, or is that to the core? of who you've always been i think it's both i think i think you you can have depth to so the virgin mary is the virgin mary that that's that's true but she's more than that so for her to stop and go well i'm 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 the virgin mary that's the only part in the story that i have to play i'm the person right. who's going to nurse baby jesus okay that look obviously huge 
It's, it's huge. You get, but she's still an individual who's in the story with God, figuring out all of her identity, not just this little, this part in the story. There's more. There's always more. So I think the answer to that question is yes. Yes, I'm a disruptive teacher, but I'm not, I'm growing into even more than that. Right. I'm growing further into my relationship with God. He could reveal more parts of it to me. Uh, I don't. I, I've got to the age now where I don't want to just go. Well, that's it. That's the end of the thing. Because I, I've learned that every time I've done that, that God has shown me more. <laughs> it's like, no, there's more, which I think is beautiful and reflects, you know, the the idea of eternity out there. You go, okay, what's eternity like? Is and a lot of Christians live like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get to heaven, right? I'm gonna eventually, I'm gonna get to heaven, and then that'll be it. That'll be it. And you go, okay, well, what? What happens then? You sit around, play harps, eat good food, drink good wine uh, for the rest of eternity? Or is there always more? There's always more knowing who he is and who you are and growth you know, off into eternity, which I think there is because the evidence of this life is like that. Uh, this is really weird. I, I didn't really, I've never thought about Mary of more more fully than this like okay she's the virgin mary she's the mother of jesus yeah, yeah i got it. but who what kind of daughter of god is she she's dealing with the same kind of questions that you and i are okay so she's the only one who actually knows that she never had sex with a man she's pregnant with this baby this baby is going to be born now she's raising him um well how about this and then her baby dies on a cross leaves or does that leave her right right which the goes, son is gone yeah which goes back to like she had to meet the holy spirit right and be filled with the holy yes. spirit just like you and me yes to have full life right i mean and i believe she probably did oh i'm i'm fairly certain that that she's in view when you talk about what happens in pentecost like i i i'm pretty certain that that these people regather in and they're in this community when the Spirit does come and she has to be filled with the Holy Spirit even as her womb was filled with the, the actual Son of God. This is, a, this is a fascinating topic. And you know, we never hear much about her after that. No, you don't hear... about the Gospels. Yeah, you don't hear much. Like you don't... Like, I don't know, there might be tr- church tradition about, you know, what what mary did and where she ended up um but she wasn't but I'm sure some great ministry or anything like that that's you know yeah i'm sure of this i'm sure of this she she is she, and this is my problem this is a problem okay theologically it's a problem because some people make mary into a deity right which is a problem like that's a problem. It's that's not accurate. There's no there's nothing in scripture that says that. There's, there's not the idea of it. Okay? I believe Mary is no different than you and me. She dem- she shows up in the story just like everybody in the Old Testament, everybody in the New Testament. There's this this meeting and, and an invitation into God's story. She accepts it. It's transformational. And then she is just like the rest of us. She has to figure out who she is relative to who Jesus is. The whole story. The whole story. Including, including going to a cross, dying, going into a tomb, and coming back out again. Including him saying, hey, it'll be better for you that I go away. Which, 
Okay, now you talk about the disciples hearing that. That's one thing. But your mom to hear that? I'm going to the cross, mom. I'm going to go to the cross. And it'll be better for you because I'm going to send my spirit. She had to deal with that too, just like all the rest of us. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there.